0: Miami Comedy Podcast. Thanks very <blindly questionable> much for coming out. Eddie, Kelly, Kelly, Tejada. what's up, guys? How are you? Happy Tuesday. It's good to be live once again with you here, the people of Miami. All right. We don't want some outsiders showing up, although you are welcome to listen to the podcast after the recording. Not so much the live stream because you throw me off. You throw the whole community off. All right. We only want to talk to the locals here in Miami that love to laugh. What's up, Yvonne Almeida? How are you? Uh, you never get it right. Uh, how do you right, spell it out for me? Kelly uh, Tajeda? It's not my fault. Your word choices, the letter choices in conjunction, they just don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Kelly Ate. Kelly 8? Kelly 8 Jada. Oh, Kelly 8 Jada. Oh, there it is. Oh, you know what? Why don't you use an underscore next time? As a matter of fact, go on your log off, go on your edit, and then just put an underscore between. Uh, oh, see, I still didn't get it right. Tejada. <laughs> Eddie Osavaya says, Titty Tuesday, we out here. Oh, shit, that's right. It's Titty Tuesday. Not to alienate the, not to alienate the ladies that don't want to show titties. It's only for those that are willing. All right? We only want consensual titties. Shown on Titty Tuesday. All right. There you go. Wanted to clear that out real quick. All right. So it's Kelly Kalia Tejada. Hey Kalia Tejada. I thought it was Kelly 8 Kelly 8 Jada. (laughs) All right. Uh let's get down to it, guys. How do you read somebody? Uh I want to go ahead and ask you this. And this is a serious question. All right. I was taking a shower. If you can't tell, I'm looking fresh. Look at this. Fresh shirt, right? Fresh hair, fresh uh, both uh, facial and in the head, right? All fresh and combed and conditioned. I feel amazing today. It, it, well, it was a lovely day. I must say, today was a good day because I didn't have to use my AK. Um, <laughs> so uh, how do you read somebody, guys? Let me know in the, for those tuning in and for those that will be tuning in later. How do you read somebody effectively? I Roasty. I like that name. That sounds like you're going to roast somebody, but in a nice way. I Roasty. Coach Myron. What's up, Coach Myron? How do you guys read people? Put it on the chat. So here's my take on how to read somebody. Um, There's three things that I look at that always give it away. And these are always obvious. Number one is uh, what kind of music does the person listen to? I can tell a lot about somebody based on the music they listen to. You know why? Because they go on a trance when they listen to music, right? People, what, people that genuinely enjoy a song is because the song has certain qualities or values to it that they can relate to, all right? So if somebody were to like, uh, you know, what's a common pop star name? If someone likes Drake, all right? If somebody likes Drake a lot, I know for a fact they're emotional. <laughs> all right, I can read that right off the bat. If you like Drake, you're an emotional person for two reasons. Number one, Drake always either talks about having a really good time or having a really bad time. (laughs) And he's wearing a fur coat while he's going through either good or bad times. He's just walking around all poofy looking, working on the weekends like usual. Right foot up, left foot slide, right? He's always in the zone emotionally. And if anyone likes Drake... You are going to go down those emotions along with them. So there you go. That's how you read somebody. You get to see who they are based on the values of the song. Now, what's another popular song that people are into, um, or, or rather, artists? If somebody would, if somebody were to like, if somebody were to like um, Ariana Grande, great example, by the way. Like, if you meet a girl that's into Ariana Grande, that means that in the in the in the surface. She's very well kept, right? Very sincere. But behind closed doors, you know, she's a freak. So, that right there, Ariana Grande gives that away immediately. Immediately. If she's into Mariah, probably a diva. All right. So, there you go, guys. That's number one how to read somebody effectively. What kind of music do they listen to? And what what values does that music give to the person? It just says so much. And by the way, for those that are tuning in, uh, Sick Germs, Dadden, Jerry Logue, Put it on the chat. How do you guys read somebody? How can you look at somebody, gain a certain little detail, and you're like, ah, I kind of got a feel for who you are as a person. Um, like, for example, I never trust a girl that's into Bad Bunny. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. There's a lot of Latinas here in Miami that are into Bad Bunny, and I'm going to say it right now, right here on the Miami Comedy Podcast. If she listens to Bad Bunny, Red flag. Red flag. I don't know what to tell you. It's just a red fucking flag. And I'll tell you why. What does Bad Bunny represent? Uh, people that behave bad. <laughs> right off the bat, right? Whenever you're having a, a, a tough time, how does the person handle the situation? They go to the club. They run away from their problems. Bad Bunny music does that. It's, it's music for people that run away from their problems or probably don't have control of their lives because they're so, they're so bounded by superficial things i'm just saying right off the bat i'm just saying i'm just saying bad bunny i'd love to open for you nonetheless (laughs) imagine i say all this and i'm just like backstage with bad bunny check me out guys hanging out with the big shots uh it's all in good fun all right kick rocks welcome so uh music is a really good way to read somebody the next thing on how to read somebody is uh what do they laugh at what do they laugh at? And okay, so the reason why I say why uh, when you the things you laugh at says a lot about your character, and there's nothing wrong, really, because I guess the same way music is, is subjective. Now, uh, let me go ahead and just clarify what I was talking about in music. Uh, all that was opinions. All right, don't get mad at me. These are just opinions. These, is ju- these are just subjective things. I don't want to dig a hole for myself here. Okay. But I will say that the, uh, the things that they laugh at says a lot about them. Like, for example, uh, if you, if you laugh at like goofy stuff, you, you, you gotta be goofy at heart, right? Like if you like Robin Williams, you gotta have like that energy or like that sort of like character about him. You know, like I like the random and I like the outlandish, or if you like, uh, I don't know, like a Judd Apatow movie, you're probably a stoner, right? <laughs> if you like Judd Apatow movies, you probably smoke a lot of weed, um, Let's see, what other things can tell a lot about in terms of uh, what they laugh at? If they laugh about dark stuff, right? If they have like a dark sense of humor, that's definitely something that gives it away. It's like, oh, you like that dark shit. You like seeing kids trip and fall, huh? That makes you laugh, doesn't it? Okay, that's another one. I think I kind of fall into that category, to be honest, guys. I love laughing at dark stuff, Um, especially when it's outlandish in the way of, it gets people upset, because that means that there's a reason why it must be said. All right. I'm just saying a uh, third thing about how to read somebody is uh, who are the people they have sex with? Oh, and this is a big one. This is a big one. And not a lot of people know this, but, uh, who do you, who do they find attractive? Like what turns them on? Like who are they fucking it says so much about the person because the people that you allow to be intimate with the people that are either penetrating you or you are penetrating that just says like, what are your hidden values that you probably won't tell anybody? Okay. The people that somebody has sex with says so much. I can't even, I can't even imagine. Um, Like if you, if you were to look at, for example, like when you date somebody ask (laughs) who have you been fucking, if you really want to know somebody, well, when you date somebody, just be like, who have you been fucking? No, no, seriously, show me their Instagram profile just cause, just so I can get out of the way, just so I can know who's, who's fucked you <laughs> or who have you fucked. And then I don't know what to say, man. Like I've hung out, I've been on dates where like, there's, I have this running joke. I'm not, I won't say the person's name, but I have this running joke. And whenever I'm with the guy, he's a comedian and he's considered very attractive in the comedy game. And so whenever I meet a girl, right? And then I say, you find this guy i say it jokingly of course i go hey uh so uh, amy do you find this guy attractive and i would point at the guy in the comedy show do you find him attractive she's like yeah he's cute i'd be like all right we're done (laughs) we're done here that guy can't even spell restaurant (laughs) and it's just such a big turnoff like you you would fuck that guy why So uh, who they fuck or who have they fucked says a lot about a person. Um, Eddie El Salvaje says, I don't care what Cardi B says, uh, pendejas cook and clean your house. Wow. Eddie, a little outlandish, buddy. Take it easy. All right. Bring it down a notch. All right. Alienating all the ladies in here. Uh, Dwayne Malcolm. What's up? Lorenza Sands. Welcome to the chat, guys. Uh, We're here talking about how can you read somebody? So the top three in my list is What kind of music do they listen to? What kind of jokes do they laugh at? And who are the kinds of people they find attractive or they are fucking? All right, now let's go on the internet and see what the internet has to say about this particular topic. What's up, Sharpie? Um, By the way, as we continue this conversation, the more you guys are involved, the better. All right, so go ahead, type it in on the chat. Let me know. How do you read somebody? Do you look at their fashion? Do you look at who their friends are? Do you look at what car they drive? Let me go ahead and say this, just to clarify. Anything that is considered status in terms of outward stuff is probably the easiest thing to fake. All right? I don't know who needs to hear this, but there's people out there that gauge how worthy you are of a person based on the clothes you wear, the car you drive, and the people you hang out with. Has it ever, have you ever considered the fact that maybe that all those things can be superficially aggregated into someone's life? because they just wanted to like if somebody drives a fucking i don't know uh a six-figure car do you think that that gives him good status as if he's a wealthy person what if he got a fucking mortgage to buy a car (laughs) right like somebody fucked up his entire life for the next 30 years to pay off a fucking bugatti or whatever the fuck right and then you're just gonna base him off that Lorenzo Sands, humor is number one. absolutely. fucking lootly. We can reorder it for sure. You can be humor, who you're fucking, the music you listen to. Whatever. All right? So that's number one. In terms of, of status, things that probably don't allow you to read somebody well. Uh, a car is probably the worst indications on how to read somebody because your boy drives a Honda Civic and I'm living awesome. All right. (laughs) I'm pretty high up on the food chain with my Honda Civic and I'm riding dirty. All right. With one fucking elbow out the window because it's a coupe. All right. (laughs) And I'm feeling good. My confidence is up high. You know why? When I ride around in a car that is a Honda Civic, my car, you know why I'm higher status? Because it's paid off. How about that? How about a high-status person because they paid off his car? That's a good indication of status. Is this car Instead of going, like, hey, uh, does your car have leather interior? Is your car of 2021 model? How about you go, is this car paid for, like, in full? Like, you don't have to put any money on this. That's some high-status shit. That's next level. You got a 2013 Honda Civic paid in full, and it runs well, and it's clean? I got to fuck this guy. (laughs) That's the number one question that should be asked, man. If you want to see somebody's status, if you want to judge somebody by their character, ask them, is this car paid for? Are you out of debt? That's next level shit right there. Uh, Dro says, feet, if she has a gargoyle claws. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Woodhouse. Woodhouse bought a badge, y'all. Thank you, Woodhouse. Uh, yeah if she's got Well guys too man have you seen some guys uh, We've been talking about this for the last two episodes already Some guys out there are walking around Looking like fucking animal feet man It's not just the ladies either I think it's more It's more a human being issue Like you can't have Like if you don't have your shit manicured or pedicured Something's going on Like it's either you, you're like mentally ill You're recluse or something like that So what's going on Why, why do your feet look like that <laughs> It's almost like you want to do like the Baker act on somebody when you see their feet are all jacked up. It's like, we got to call a mental ward, man. This guy's going through some shit. Um, sorry. <laughs> all right, let's continue. Of course. Love the content. Thank you. Woodhouse. Thanks for all the support, man. Uh, Fresh air, food, water, sunlight says what their diet is. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Totally. You can really tell a lot about somebody based on what their diet is. Like if somebody eats hot Cheetos for breakfast, what the fuck is that? I think anybody that eats hot Cheetos for breakfast needs to have ADHD. It's got to be ADHD. Like why would you have something so unhealthy and so spicy early in the morning? And I think that's also a pretty bad indicator. Like you can't buy a boiled egg. You can't buy a McMuffin. It's got to be hot Cheetos. Two for 99 cents at the 7-Eleven. What's going on with your life? Why Hot Cheetos? Great one. Um, Let's see. What they eat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, What they drink is number two. Like alcohol. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a good one. I think alcohol is a good indicator on what kind of a person they are. Like if they drink uh, Bud Light, you can tell that they came from a a white descent. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, bourbon, classy guy, martini gets a little frisky, right? If she orders a martini, you know, she, wa- she used to watch Sex in the City and got ideas in her dating life from it. <laughs> yeah, let me get a, mar- a dry martini. It's like, oh, shit. Somebody watched Sex in the City. Look at that. Um, how they treat their mom. Oh, shit. That's a great one. Yeah. What rela- and father and father how they treat their family how's that what kind of relationship do they have with their family that's a great one lorenza sands so like if you if it's like oh wait hold on my mom's calling me what what do you want i can't talk right now fuck <laughs> Yo, that's a great one lorenza sands i love that uh Low Sully, what's going on? Pat Paz, Eddie Walls, welcome. Shady, what's up, man? Weiss, we're here talking about uh, how you read somebody effectively. So uh, what they listen to, the people they fuck, the things they laugh at, the things they eat, the things they drink, and the things, the things that um, the, in, the, the relationship they have with their family, all great. Great indicators on how to read somebody effectively. You guys are on a roll. Look at that. Oh, yeah, don't forget, uh, if, their car, if their car is paid in full, right? Are they, are they in debt with their car or is it paid in full? I think that's, a really, I think that's actually a really big one. It's a really big one. If you really want to know somebody's financial status, ask if their car is paid in full. I think that's probably one of the fastest indicators because a lot of people will treat a car as priority in their finances, and that's a red flag. I'm telling you. I'm fucking telling you all right? If somebody's in debt with their car or sees it as a priority in their finances, you, you ain't going to go past the nine to five. All right, let's see. Let's go on Google and let's read um, how to read people. Oh, this should be good. You guys ready? What's up, Eddie Walls? Sebastian, what's up? Check their FICO score. Well, that's a little too in-depth. I mean, If you're on a date with somebody and you get in their car and you go, is this car paid for? It's nice, right? You can make it seem like it's, you know, off the cuff as a matter of factly. But if you sit down in somebody's car and you're like, what's your FICO score? (laughs) That, you know what? That would be a red flag. That would be a big, if she sits down in your car and asks you what your FICO score is, drop her off, bro. (laughs) That's a big indicator right there of the type of person they are. (laughs) that's good i like that what's up jay uh yeah what's your credit score uh you know what i can't do this can you can you please get off get out of my car you ain't even gonna draw me off back it's a block away oh you can't walk a block yeah this ain't gonna work out (laughs) Uh, there you go all right check this out an fbi agent Shares nine secrets to reading people. Oh, and you know that the, the federal Bureau of investigation, that's what they do. They investigate your shit. But since this is out on the internet, I'm pretty sure it's not as relevant as it used to be. Like what do they do now that this information is out, you know? All right, here we go. Nine tips. Ask about those student loans. Ooh. Yeah. A lot of people got tricked into that, man. Thank God I didn't, but student loans. Like, all right, you got to put yourself in the shoes of the person that got into a student loan in the first place, um, Eddie Walls, all right? Imagine if you got into a brand new uh, environment. Let's call it an environment. Let's get into, let's say you get into a brand new environment, and then someone goes to you, be like, look, you can, you can eat food anywhere you want here. You can live in any of those windows in those buildings. You can go to any classroom you want You can join any extracurricular activity you want. The world is yours. All you got to do is sign this piece of paper saying you'll pay us back for it. You'll be like, fuck yeah. I want to make some fucking memories. So when you're 18 and you're legally able to sign documents and get into debt, they're pretty much handing you the world. They're handing you experiences. They're they're handing you all these things. And they're like, just sign the piece of paper. Be like, where? where?" How? I got a dorm. Uh, I'm in Phi Kappa Phi. (laughs) I eat pizzas and Subway sandwiches every single day. I get my meals cooked for me. Uh, I go to any school. I I go to any class I want with any professor I want. I get to mac it to any person in the classroom. Life is good. And then when it's over and you can't find a job with your fucking degree because they tricked you, that's when you realize, oh, I'm fucked. Damn, I owe how much? $80,000. I was only in college for four years. Shit. Eddie Wall says it's me. (laughs) Eddie, hang in there, buddy. All right, hang in there. Pay that shit off. Fuck that. Hey, Des, welcome. All right, let's go go here. Let's see. Uh, An FBI agent says, you don't need to be a top-notch interrogator to figure out what is going on in someone's head. Ooh, the signals are always there. Yes, all you need to do is know what to look for. Oh, shit. This guy knows what's up. So here are nine tips for reading others. What's up, Walter? All right, number one is create a baseline. Oh, wait, you know what? Before we get into this, let me do the reads. This is already the halfway point. All right, this show is sponsored by LU Venus, who is a health insurance agent and a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance. So use him as a resource. If you have questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable and those who do have health insurance and are complaining about how much it costs. He can also help anyone, anywhere, with anything regarding their health insurance. So call him today, 305-335-39-FOFO. That's L-U-V-E-N-A-S, E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S, at USHAdvisors.com. All right, moving forward. Here we go. Create a baseline. Number one, how to read somebody. People have different quirks and patterns of behavior. For example, they might clear their throat, look at the floor while talking, cross their arms, scratch their head, stroke their neck, squint. Pout or jiggle their feet frequently. Initially, we may not even notice when others do these things. If we do, we don't give it much attention. People display these behaviors for different reasons. They could simply be mannerisms. Sometimes, however, these same actions could be indicative of deception, anger, or nervousness. Creating a mental baseline of others' normal behavior will help you. That was no help at all. (laughs) I can easily tell when somebody changes their behavior. It's like, why are you yelling? If they're yelling, you already know what they're thinking. Yeah, they're angry at me. Got it. This isn't even FBI shit, man. This is probably some guy that wrote it with a cup of coffee next to his his laptop. All right, let's, let's give it one more shot, shall we? Number two, look for deviations. Pay attention to inconsistencies between the baseline you've created and the person's words and gestures. Oh, wait a second. I know what they're trying to say when they say baseline. They're saying, like, get get an opinion on this person, whether it be right or wrong, and then see what's different about that opinion as you continue the interaction. Got it. Yeah, it makes total sense. I get it now. So, like, when you're having a conversation with somebody, I'll give you a great example. And I I hate to be crass and dirty on this, but let me just go ahead and say this. So I remember this one time I was on a date with somebody, right? And in this this date, she was telling me that she's not ready to to, uh, sleep around right? Like she only wants to go out, be friends, hang out do this whole thing. Right. And then as the drinks came in, we had started having a good time. She then started like admitting to me, I guess she forgot. She said that she's not looking for much. (laughs) She's starting admitting to me like her sexual partners in the recent weeks because she's single. And she was saying some really fucking dirty things. Like she was just so in the zone about talking dirty. It's almost like she was trying to seduce me, but she forgot that she lied to me at the same time. That's what it is. So when they tell you one thing, and then later on, they tell you something different. If you've got the baseline, you can then differentiate. Oh, wait, this doesn't match with what you said earlier. Got it. Oh, okay, so yeah, this is pretty good. For example, you notice that an important supplier of yours has the habit of clearing his throat repeatedly when he's nervous as he introduces some relatively small changes to your business arrangement. He starts to do this. Is there more, her, is there more here than meets the eye? You might decide to probe further, uh, asking a few more questions than you would have normally. Whoa. This is pretty fucking intense, guys. I don't even want to continue how to... Inter- I'm not trying to interrogate somebody. Three techniques to read people. Let's try psychology today. The FBI people go way too deep. It's almost creepy on how deep they go into interrogating. Have you tried stabbing him in the chest and saying you didn't? <laughs> All right, here's a good one. Psychology Today says, says, number one, pay attention to appearance. When reading others notice, are they wearing a power suit and well-shined shoes Dressed for success, indicating ambition, or do they wear jeans and a T-shirt? That's me. That's totally me. Do they wear jeans and a T-shirt indicating comfort with being casual? A tight top with cleavage, a seductive choice, a pendant such as a cross, or a Buddha indicating spiritual values? You know what? When it comes to fashion, I, don't, I think that's something that could be easily um, – you can easily manipulate fashion. Like how many guys out there are wearing fucking supreme shirts – Remember Supreme? Is that, still, is that still a fashion trend? Back in my day in the early 2000s, guys used to wear fucking uh, Ed Hardy shirts. Remember Ed Hardy shirts with the fucking drawings that looked like a kid was like, you know, drawing of the shit with the crayon with the dragon fucking Buddha and the skulls and all of that. Now, anybody can go to a store and buy those awful fucking shirts, go to a nightclub. Like, oh, look at me and my Ed Hardy shirt. And people back then in the 2000s actually thought that was an indication. It was like, oh, he's a made man. What makes you think he's a made man? He's got an angry panther on his chest. <laughs> and it's not even drawn that well. Whoa, this guy must be full of confidence wearing a panther on his fucking chest, right? Um, Ale, what's up? Youngin Mitch, we're here talking about indications on how to read somebody. All right, so I think, cl- I think fashion can easily be manipulated. Like you can easily go on, buy a $50 shirt and then walk around feeling like you're worth 50,000, right? And you might even trick people into doing that. Oh my God, did you see her Louis Vuitton bag? It's even this year's. (gasps) How did she do that? But she probably bought it in fucking Chinatown in New York, right? So now she's getting all the credit for buying an actual Louis Vuitton, but it's a $70 knockoff. But you still get the fucking credit for it, so you can easily deceive people. So I don't think fashion is a good way of indicating what a person is like. However, what you got to go more meta. Here's how I would say it if somebody were to go out of their way, And go to fucking Chinatown (laughs) to buy a Louis Vuitton bag. What does it say about the person? (laughs) That's next level reading people right there. All right. Seeing how they react to traffic. Oh, that's a great one. Yes. As a matter of fact, that's a really good subtle one. Do people get road rage? Uh, Do people get road rage? If you're in the car, you ever been on the passenger seat and someone that's driving has road rage? Awful situation to be in awful fucking situation to be in imagine if something were to stress that person out a lot more right if he's yelling at a stranger because he got he got cut off or whatever what will he do when you uh grab the playstation controller <laughs> when he's in the middle of a game right your life might be in danger you never know temperament i think what you mean Lorenzo sands is temperament yep displaying signs of temperament is a great indication on how to read somebody. Number two, according to psychology today, notice posture. When reading people's posture, ask yourself do they hold their head high and confident, or do they walk indecisively or cower? A sign of low self esteem? Do they swagger with a puffed out chest? <laughs> Causing a big sign of a, of a big ego. Yeah, totally. Um, instead of posture, how about just uh, gauging their ego? Oh, that's a great one. On a scale of one to 10, what level is their ego in? Great fucking, bro, what? Where's the the applause? That's a great one. If you look at somebody and you say, what level is their ego in on a scale of one to 10? That is a great indication because I hang out with comedians a lot, right? And I got to admit, you know, comedians have an ego problem. I see it every fucking day there's an ego problem in the comedy game so whenever i go out into the world and i meet a new comedian from out of town or the way they communicate to me on instagram or the way they dm me or whatever or emails they send i can always gauge what level of ego does this person have and there's there's too much there's too much ego and when there's too much fucking ego your your fucking livelihood your comfort is in danger And this doesn't just go for comedians. This goes to anybody walking out there in the world. If you walk into an office and you meet somebody and you're like, this motherfucker has an ego of a 10, red fucking flag. Get away from that person immediately. People with big egos, people with big egos are probably some of the worst people to hang out with because all they want to do is just bully you out of the the spotlight and, and, like, they just want it all. I want it all. It's about me. Me, me, me. Kind of difficult to get into this conversation while I'm live talking to myself, (laughs) but at least I have it under control where I can be aware of it. But uh, yeah, if you want a good indicator on somebody and how they are on a scale of one to 10, where would you put their ego and do they have it handled? A lot of people out there don't have it handled. And I think if they scale around a nine or a 10, I think, I think that that particular person probably has a narcissistic problem. And I've seen people with narcissistic problems. It's a big fucking issue and they'll never know. They'll never know they're narcissists. That's the thing. That's that's one thing I've realized about narcissists. They don't know they're narcissists and it's debilitating. Oh, when you're around them, you're just like, fuck, my energy levels are so low around you. Oh, Scale to one to 10. What ego, uh, what level are their egos in? Great indicator. All right. uh, Number three, according to uh, psychology today on how to read somebody. Lorenzo says, I agree. Stay away from the ego heads. Oh, the worst. Um, number three is watch for physical movements. Leaning in distance. Observe when people, where people lean. Generally, we lean towards those we like and away from those we don't. Crossed arms or legs. This post, it, Wasn't this the same thing as posture? Uh, toes, to, uh, hiding one's hands, lip biting. Uh, it, was, it was not so good. Interpret facial expression. Emotions can become etched on our faces deep down lines suggest worry or overthinking deep frown lies worry or overthinking crow's feet are the smile lines of joy pursed lips single anger contempt or bitterness a clenched jaw and teeth grinding are signs of tension. Yeah, same thing with temperament. I, I think we got this figured out guys. I think we pretty much you know in less than 30 minutes I think we just figured out how to read people on an everyday basis. We figured it out let's go down the list shall we and if i'm missing any please let me know on the chat so number one is who are they fucking (laughs) i love that who are you fucking what kind of music you listen to who uh what makes you laugh how do you treat your family is your car paid for what do you eat and drink right uh what makes you choose that fashion that you have on right temperament and uh am i missing anything that's pretty good right yeah, that's pretty good. That's, pre- that's a good. that's a good eight right there on how to read someone effectively to, uh, you know, to gauge who they are as a person. This is how you speed read people. This is how you get into the zone and, like, you see somebody coming at you with that bullshit. You can stop them in their track. And, ah, I know who you are. Please step away. Right? There you go. Soft Buoy Fun Dip says, Za. Yeah, Za too. Um... Checklist of intuitive cues. Honor your gut feelings. Feel the goosebumps. Pay attention to flashes of insight. Watch for empathy. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And empathy. That's something I learned this past year, actually. Empathy is something that certain, that certain people have more than others. And empathy, for those that don't know, is the ability to feel what somebody's feeling because you care about how they feel. You know, like when somebody cries, a person that has empathy, they'll probably cry with them. My cat died yesterday. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. I'm so sorry to hear that. Right? That's empathy. Now, if somebody were to come up to be like, my cat died, it's like, oh, yeah, I had a cat that died, too, man. It happens. <laughs> That's how I deal with emotions and feelings. Like I just, I I see you bringing me that emotion and that feeling. And I'm like, yep, that's enough of that. (laughs) Let's go ahead and tone it down a little bit. Let's tone down the emotion. We don't need to go there. Uh, That's yeah. So some people are just more empathetic than others. All right. That's just what it is, man. People just know, people just understand and and, and accept or rather welcome emotions more than others. Miami junior says it's been a minute. It's been a minute for you. Where you been? um that's a great one yeah are they empathic uh let's see strategies to read emotional energy oh now we're getting woo here we go guys you ready Sense people's presence you got to feel their energy man uh this is the overall energy we emit not necessarily congruent with the words or behavior it's the emotional atmosphere surrounding us like a rain cloud or the sun hey you know what that's pretty intuitive yeah as you read people notice do they have a friendly presence that attracts you or are you getting the willies Making you back off. Yeah, that's true. Your vibes, right? You know what it is? Vibes is is a lazy way of interpreting how we interpret somebody's interpretation on how they see reality. Now, I know it sounds, I know that sounds crazy, but hear me out here. All right. When you meet somebody, you can already kind of get a sense on how they see reality, right? Like, how do you see reality? Like, are you happy in it? Is there some bullshit going on? Huh? Some things you haven't figured out yet? Are you dumb? (laughs) Are you going to waste my time? Are you going to bring some bullshit my way? Right? And the reason why we're able to pick up on these vibes is because we're a little savvy on seeing. like, how do you interpret reality? Like, what's your reality? Right? And if somebody comes at you with some Debbie Downer shit or some I'm angry at everybody and you too or, like, you know, that kind of vibe, you can can read it right off the bat. You know? You're an anti-vaxxer. Let me guess. You also voted for Trump. Oh, I fucking knew it. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) All right. Second thing to read people's emotional energy is watch people's eyes. Our eyes transmit powerful energy. Just as the brain has an electromagnetic signal extending the body studies indicate that the eyes project this too. Ooh, what's up? The the Daniel Ferrer. We're talking about how to read people. Um, Take time to observe people's eyes. Are they caring, sexy, tranquil, angry? You know what? You look into my eyes, you know what you'll see? A tired person. <laughs> Either that or you look into my eyes and you think I'm high. A lot of people look at me and it's like, Wait a second, you're sober? Like, yeah, you don't smoke weed. No, I'm not high. Why are your eyes like that? Oh, so you're saying, oh, Okay, I see what you're saying. You're saying my eyes look like this. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah, I've been drug tested twice because they wanted to make sure. Um, also, determine, is there someone at home in their eyes indicating capacity for intimacy, or do they seem to be guarded or hiding? Ooh, I don't trust people that don't trust people. That's a, good, that's a good one. I never trust anybody that has trust issues because they are going through some shit. It's like, dude, how do you expect me to trust you if you can't even trust somebody, right? It's like the people that have trust issues, they want to be trusted, but they won't trust no one. It's like, what makes you think I want to trust you? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I have issues. I I I'll probably never trust anyone who has trust issues. Uh notice the feel of a handshake, hug and or touch. Ooh, that's a good one. Are they good in bed? Don't trust them. <laughs> you know whether whether you're good in bed or not, those are two indicators of not to be trusted. If they're fucking you well, don't trust them. And if they're not fucking you well, don't trust them. So it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> Lorenzo says, Tyra Banks tell you to smize, smile with your eyes. I'm trying to do this alone with a mask. Yeah, I don't trust Tyra Banks. (laughs) I don't trust anybody that has a stapled on wig and lots of makeup telling people they're ugly. I don't trust that shit. All right. How about you smile with your eyes, uh, Tyra? Oh, you can't because of the fucking Botox? And Don't tell people to smize. All right. Doesn't make sense to me. I'm just saying. Sorry. Sorry, Tyra Banks. If you're listening, just kidding. Um, let's hang out. All right. Yeah. So notice the feel of a handshake. All right. Last one. Last one. And I got to get the fuck out of here. All right. Listen for tone of voice and laugh. Uh, yeah. This is exactly see we're intuitive like that, guys. We already we already went on. We already went through this. We got this one already. The tone and volume of our voice can tell much about our emotions. Sound frequencies create vibrations. Oh, my God. Did a a woman write this? Judith Orloff. I knew it. You got to feel the vibes, man. What emotions do you feel while they're around? It's like, oh, my God. Can we get to the pragmatic stuff? Our brains are wired certain ways. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. I'm having fun today, guys. This one's good. Woodhouse says, let's hang out. Uh, yeah, come to the show tonight. Woodhouse, we're over at Sweet Caroline tonight, 8 p.m. I got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, listen for tone of voice and laugh. The tone and volume of our voice can tell much about our emotions. Sound frequencies create vibrations. When reading people, notice how their tone of voice affects you. Oh, my God. Really? This, they, they probably fucked it up with this one. Ask yourself, the, does their tone of voice feel soothing or is it abrasive, snippy, or whiny? Eh, you know what man when it comes to like somebody reading an advertisement on a radio station just because they have a good voice doesn't mean i'm just gonna take their oh i'm feeling good vibes do you hear that do you hear that do you hear the tone of voice of that guy at the end of the disclaimer of a toyota leasing 99 promo doesn't include credit it's like oh my god it's so soothing <sighs> all right let's go ahead and end it there guys thank you All right, in case you don't know, uh, go to MiamiComedy.com, subscribe to the podcast. Lots of things coming real soon. So if you haven't done so yet, please do join the newsletter at MiamiComedy.com. Put in your email, come out to a show. Tonight, we're at Sweet Caroline. Uh, Thursday, we're at the Laugh Lounge. Friday, we're at Fun Dimension. Sunday, we are at uh, uh, Tipsy Flamingo. Saturday, we're at uh, Focal. That's right, we got a one-off Saturday show at Focal. Um, this Saturday, April tenth, eight o'clock, uh, and then Monday at Red Bar. All right, Diana, say banana. All right, what's up? Uh, Woodhouse says no. I was referencing your Tyra Banks joke. Oh yeah, let's hang out. Yeah, would, I'd still hang out with Tyra Banks. Sure. I only talk shit about I only talk shit about celebrities because they're not around. But as soon as they show up, I'm like, oh my god, ah, Tyra Banks! You look great, baby. You look great. And then I'll probably ask her to be a guest. I got this podcast with eight listeners. You want to you want to tune in be great. <laughs> Tell us your beauty secrets. Um, but yeah, this week. Cool. Yeah, man. Focal Saturday. I highly recommend that one. Eddie wall says what, what time tonight? My bad. I missed it. Eight o'clock tonight. Eddie walls at sweet Caroline. Always a good show there. It looks like like those mini New York comedy clubs. You got to check it out. <laughs> Diana says uh, we all have trust issues until we meet someone that we think we can trust. Um, Diana, go back to my fuck boy video so you can see who you're describing. <laughs> I don't trust nobody because a lot of men out there are just fucking dogs. And then a fuck boy shows up. Yo, what up, mom? You're looking nice in that skirt. Oh, my God. <gasps> really? I fucking hate that guy. Did you fuck him? Huh? <laughs> All right, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow, six o'clock. If you have any, uh, if you have any ideas on the things you want to talk about, send me a DM. All right. Just uh, be like, Hey man, you should talk about this. You should talk about that. And then, Hey, you never know. Um, okay. Uh, do these, uh, no, yo, Bill Burr's coming. Who's going Jay Carr. I already got my tickets today. Yo, Jay Carr, That's what's up. First thing. First thing I did as soon as he announced the man, I got my Bill Burr tickets. Shout out to Bill Burr, my favorite comedian. Uh, Try a Ginger Jew. We're great boyfriends. You are bad, bad. I am. Red flag whenever you see me at Sweet Caroline. I haven't mapped it to you yet, yet, Diana. But if I do, make sure you turn me down. All right. Now that I'm sober, right? Now that the sun is still up, Diana, I warn you in advance. When I see you at Sweet Caroline waiting in the back and I'm just walking up, rubbing my belly, about to talk good game in your ear, run. Because once you're in, you're in. Oh, uh, you, you know, your game is so good. My game is so good, I got to give ladies a warning in advance before I give it to them. You know what I mean? They're like, I'm not in the mood right now to mac it to you, but when I do, be careful, all right? It's almost like I turn into a werewolf before I mack it, you know what I mean? It's like I just see you across the bar, I'm two Bud Lights in, and I just go, <laughs> Oh, man, that's hilarious. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow, six o'clock. Have a great night, everybody.